Well, hey there, Lynette here, and welcome back to This is 50. Today, I'm launching solo shorts, meaning these episodes are with me only and are meant for you to quickly get through these shorter episodes. They're going to pack a punch, leaving you with some inspirations, questions maybe to ask yourself, or even just plain old reflections. I'm excited about this episode because I'm getting into what it really means to get the clarity to a question that we all ask ourselves, what do I want? I'm going to drill down on a super easy framework you can use to reflect on where you are today to eventually lead you to your answer to what do you actually want? So knowing what you want in your next stage of life can be a struggle, and some actually never even consider this question, what do I want? For me, this starts with setting intentions and reflecting on my life at a particular moment. I know that it can mean many things, so let me back up a little and we'll get I'm going to get back to the real crux of this story. So for the past 10 years on my birthday, I'd find a spot where I could spend some days reflecting on my past year and really what was next for me personally and professionally. I designed the time as a mindset retreat for myself where I can create an opportunity to set intentions for the next trip around the sun, all while reflecting on the past year's journey. I've been doing this type of intention setting retreat for many years, as I mentioned, 10, and I always come away from it refreshed, inspired, and motivated to, well, you know, kick ass. So this year's retreat was significant because I'm about to make a substantial shift in my life, but I'm going to get to that a little bit later. So to this day, I remember the exact moment when my friend Sylvie, I hope she's listening to this right now, gave me a book called The Compound Effect. It's by Darren Hardy. And Sylvie knew at that time I wanted to make some major changes in my life. I was a single mom hustling to raise two kids and I felt so, so stuck. Um, I remember telling her that I felt like there had to be more to life than what I was experiencing. And when she asked me, what do I want? What do you want, Lynette? I couldn't explicitly answer the question. Sure, I wanted to make more money, find love, be happy and travel more. But I honestly didn't know what I wanted or how to get it. That's when she suggested the book. I took it with me to the lake and I remember reading it cover to, to cover. It, it walked me through a series of exercises and it helped me define more of what I really wanted. I still carry some of those concepts from that book, but my processes, I think, have evolved a little. So when it came to answering, what do I want? The bottom line was, I wanted to create a lifestyle where I could work from anywhere, create online programs that would support other women in similar situations, and live by the ocean while doing so. But the big question after that, how would I get it? And that remained a mystery for several years, but I always kept the intention. So I've labeled my lifestyle intentions as an encore life, a life designed for me, by me. And once I clarified my intentions, I knew my next step was to create a vision to go along with it. Like I had to dig so deep and visualize what I wanted my life to look like. Not just a vision board of all the material things, but I really dug deep into what was this really going to look like for me in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So again, I wasn't talking about a vision board here, like those material things, 
but really how I see living my life. Who do I hang around with? What does my living environment look like? How do I make money? How much money do I have? What was my lifestyle really going to be? So fast forward and I can confidently say my Encore Life vision is to create work around my lifestyle and not my work create my lifestyle. So for this year's reflection, I followed my heart and it took me to Bacalar, Mexico, where I spent five glorious days working through a framework of questions, meditating and spending time with nature, which I call my what's next retreat. So if you're looking to make a significant change in whatever form is right for you, you can always follow along with my journey on any of my social media accounts. And I would love to share some inspiration with you. So back to you. When you think about needing a change, it's because of an event that has made you wake up. You've likely hit a crossroads somewhere along the line where you're disappointed about how your life is going, or you're worried that this may be, you know, as good as it gets. Ah! So it's now that I tell you, you need to start your transformation. Once you get into your fifties, it's natural to start reflecting and looking at your life which becomes that perfect time to articulate what you want and what is essential for you. And the key words there are for you. And let me be clear, it is definitely okay to break away from the status quo that you may be living right now and make a change for yourself because life is definitely not linear. I want you to know that you do have the power to transform into your higher self. But the question is, where do you start? The answers are going to come by renewing your thinking and changing the stories you create. It's not about buying another self-help book or buying a program that promises you all the answers to your challenges. It comes from you getting quiet and doing the work of setting intentions and creating a vision for yourself that is so crystal clear that you can't miss it. For many of you, you'll spend so much time and money changing your outside, how you look, how you dress, you know, that new makeup, maybe a little Botox or that new dress or those new pair of shoes. But until you start to change the inside, you're not going to change your life. I have literally been doing the work on my inner self for many years, and I know that working on yourself is something that never stops. So whether it be a new skill, a mindset change, change of my work, fitness or spirituality, working on yourself is one of the most important things that you can do for you. So when you're answering, what do you want? Many elements need to be considered, including what do you do? Who do you hang around with and what will you do for the next 20 or 30 years? All the steps you will take to achieve it. Because let's face it, we all want to live an extraordinary life and leave behind a legacy beyond a bunch of boxes. But here's the thing. It's hard to be what you cannot see. This is why you must surround yourself with aspirational things. We need to have things modeled for us. The inspiration comes from seeing how others are doing it. It needs to really be in front of you. I think one of the things that we don't realize is how much has been laid on us already by other people, by other experiences. 
all of those experiences summarize what you've read, what you see, and the learnings that come from both. For example, giving up is a learned behavior. You weren't born to fail or give up. It's been a series of teachings or behaviors that you now model and shape how you handle your life. So most of us have been in a place where people needed us to be. Let me repeat that. Most of us have been where people required us to be. And we've been responders reacting to what the needs were. What our husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, friends, parents, siblings, and kids wanted us to be. And it's not that that this is you know, ever been a necessarily a bad thing, but sometimes we can get caught up in the day to day that we don't stop and ask ourselves, where is it that I want to be? And after a while you wake up and say, wow, I've been everybody but me. This moment is so pivotal because you're likely to start thinking from a place of pain and your mindset will go, well, it's going to just go all to shit to be, to be completely honest. What if I had done this? Or what if I had made that decision? All of these questions are going to start to circle your mind. I want to remind you that the transformational aspects of change will only happen when you get deep into your core and find your fullest potential. And this doesn't come without many questions and time dedicated to you. So my friend, it's time to take back the power you came from and get back to the core of who you are to, to work through a series of questions like, what were you created to be? Are you living your authentic self? If you can't answer these two simple, but yet complicated questions, you're going to continue to live a tired life. It's going to be uninspiring. It's going to be pretending to be somebody who you are not, and you're going to try to continually to fit in. We find muses all the time to emulate, brands we follow or wear so that we can be popular. And these behaviors have many damaging impacts. It's called conformity. And that's where dreams go to die. When I say you need to get to the core of what makes you you, it's about finding your power. With this power, you'll quickly answer what you bring to the table and what you enjoy spending your time doing. Taking back your power is about finding your flow and getting to the core of the happiest version of yourself. We need to let go of the stories that have shaped us in the way that makes us unhappy and shift our energy to shape our future. When you do this, you'll know that you can transform your life. Your life is a mirror of what is going on inside of you. The energy you carry draws the same kind of energy. It attracts the same energy. So I'm going to say it again. The energy that you carry attracts that same kind of energy. So now it's time for your homework and the purpose of this particular podcast short, solo short. Your special assignment is to ask yourself a series of reflection questions that I will share at the end of this podcast. During your homework, imagine that you are a gift. And when you present yourself, what do people get when gifted? Knowing the answer to this question creates the first step in fulfilling your purpose. Your job is to know your gifts. If you're filled with self-doubt and carry a narrative of why you can't have the things you want, you'll get exactly that. 
nothing. We love to hold on to what's comfortable, but we first must fight the discomfort associated with change. If not, you'll, you'll always fight what is coming to you and you'll never find your true power. In midlife, we have the opportunity to embrace life in new ways. You have collected rich experiences and a better understanding of who you are, which makes you equipped to decide what you want in the second half of your life. We can often get caught up in wanting what was once was. I implore you to stop trying to return to that how it was because it will never be. So take this time and go for something new. It's time for a reset. You have gifts and the world needs those gifts. You know so much about what needs to happen in this world. Think of it. Think of this time as your finest hour, a moment to think big because I know one thing you're definitely probably not thinking big enough. Don't allow the rest of the world to define what you your, your life should be like. You can decide, have the confidence to be who you want to be and create a community of people around you who have what you want. There will always be fear, self-doubt, procrastination. Everyone has fears. You know, those negative voices. I have them literally every single day, but it's how you handle them that will make or break you. First, I want you to start surrounding yourself with people who see the amazing things in you. Everyone has the seeds of greatness. It's how you water and nurture those seeds. So peel back those layers and go to your core. Reflect on what is causing you to create stories that no longer serve you. Find your community to help you get to your next level. All right, so now I want to share with you a simple popping up and reflecting process, aka your homework that I keep mentioning throughout this podcast. So you're probably wondering what a pop-up is. I've used pop-ups throughout my career as a transformation coach. I have facilitated more teams than I can count through reflection sessions on a particular topic, focusing on situations that may have popped up between the time something started to the time of the pop-up. So in this case, you can use this concept of pop-ups to reflect on the past year and your current situation, ultimately getting you to a place of answering, what do you want? So when I use pop-ups, the process helps me discover precisely how I feel about where I'm at and the life I continue to create. The end goal is to come away with a plan of action that includes what I need to remove, what I need to add, and continue to do for my life. So here's your homework. There are three things I want you to do. First, I want you to sit down and answer the following questions. What were the things I wanted to accomplish this year? How far have I come in obtaining them? Am I still happy with what I'm doing? What's not feeling right? What is feeling right? What's missing? What experiences are making me better? What obstacles and struggles am I overcoming? Now, this exercise really needs to be free flowing, so no time limit. But I also don't want you to spend a lot, too much time, you know, a lot of time on it. So I want you to give yourself a solid hour, then move on to the next step. So once you've answered these those questions that I just provided you, the next step is to summarize everything into three buckets. What you like to do, 
what you wish you were doing more of and what you no longer want to do. So you're going to bucket the answers to those questions that I said earlier into these three areas. And then finally, I want you to take those answers and put them into buckets of what you will keep doing, stop doing, and what you'll start doing. And when you do that, trust me, this creates clarity instantly at that moment. It doesn't solve all your problems by any stretch of the imagination, but it gives you some more clarity in terms of, okay, so if this is what I want in, you know, let's say the next year, what is the most important to focus on? Because when you know what's essential, you can ignore what's not. So if you ask me, for example, what do I want to focus on? I would say I want to launch my Encore Life community to a broader audience. I want to shift away from my nine to five and I want to focus on on standing up another source of income for myself. So right now, those are the three most important things I need to do to focus on in my business and in that order. So now there are other things that I want to focus on absolutely, but I can only do so much. So I've decided this is where I'm going to expend my energy on those three areas. And that's going to be for the remainder part of 2022 and also 2023. Because for me, building my Encore Life vision is my priority and I'm going to give it the attention it needs. So really the message here is that you have to know what's essential so you can focus on those things. But even more importantly, stop focusing on the things that will not get you to where you want to go. The truth of this episode is you can't do it all. And I'm taking on and taking on more than you can handle will only keep you spinning. It's going to cause all sorts of procrastination and you're not going to make much progress towards what you really want in your life. Answering that question, what do I want? You can't be everywhere all the time. You can't say yes to every opportunity that comes your way, even if it's an excellent opportunity, even when it seems like it would be so cool because every time you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else. It's hard to stay focused on two or three things, but think of this. You need to nurture your ideas. Building a life of freedom to do what you want when you want doesn't come without hard and consistent work. And you know what else? Staying somewhere comfortable is where dreams go to die. And in most cases, you don't always know this is happening before it's too late. I want you to really think about that. In most cases, you don't even know that your dreams have gone poof before you don't even realize that it's happening before it's really too late. So this is why the homework that I've given you in this episode, the pop-up, the reflecting on where you are today, what is no longer serving you and what you need to do is going to help you keep on track. I encourage you to give yourself some space to do great things on the projects right in front of you that are your priorities. The last thing I will leave you with is the thought of overwhelm and self-doubt or whatever comes to your mind when thinking about doing something 
for you. I catch myself every day finding some reason why I shouldn't work on my goals. And in fact, there have been many days where I listen to that horrible voice in my head. The one that says, ah, you can do it tomorrow or no one is going to care. So why do it? Those are the days when nothing seems to be going right. Something is taking forever to come through or someone needs some of my time. But the good news is I'm aware of it. And I keep talking back to that voice saying, "Mm -mm, not today voice, which feels so good. The control over my life comes back and then I go back to my plan of what I want. We can do things to keep moving forward by putting our heads down and taking action. Because in the words of Tony Robbins, action creates clarity and clarity leads to your results. So it's the action that will create that clarity because when you start down a path, the things you need will show up. I promise you, I want to repeat that. It's the action that will create the clarity because when you start down a path, the things you need will show up. I promise you. So when you're overwhelmed, confused or stressed, put your head down and think, what can I do to help keep me moving forward in the direction I want to be in. I think this is where I want to end this episode with you. I want to say when your voice in your head says you can't or let's do it tomorrow or whatever low vibe thing comes to your mind, look in the mirror and tell yourself not today. And remember the self-reflection that you did from this podcast episode on getting the answer to what do I want? Thank you for being here with me today. I appreciate you and I hope that I've inspired you to take action. All my best.